0: Be trice, real name, no gimmicks. Two trailer park girls go around the outside.
1: everybody welcome to episode 29 shout out to kevin harvick episode 29 of the around the outside podcast presented by freight train studios as always it's Shabai, mr lex rider joined as always by my lovely lovely y'all should know how to do it by now i'm tired of doing asking y'all wonderful mr co-host mr kevin
2: Glutch. what it do Man, this is a good weekend for racing, huh,
1: Lux? Oh, my God. And then there were four. And then there were four. We have gotten here. No more must, No more fuss. No more speculations. We have our four. We have, no, not, hang on. Our 12 championship drivers across three series. Please tell me I did my math correctly. 12? 4 on 3 4 times three. Yeah, I think three? you're right. Okay, cool. I suck at math so Like I want to make sure I got to have that right. But no, <laughs> we have reached the here. We got one last race. Three more series. Three series are going to get their final run on the track and we will crown three champions. But what a weekend in Martinsville to get here. Holy shit. Right? My God. First off, Martinsville, please don't ever stop being the penultimate race in the season. Please. Like, I can't think of a better place to decide a championship for each year. Like, can you, Kevin? I mean, I think
2: you're... I, I do like it. And even even though so short pa- track package hasn't been that good, and I did dog it earlier this season... I think you're right, Lux. Like, you put on a good show.
1: Like, when, like not even just this past weekend. Before we get into this past weekend, you think of the great moments that this race has provided being at this point in the playoffs. Like, you go back to one of the most iconic just last year, the Hail Melon, for Ross Chastain to get in, right? Mm-hmm. You know, we wouldn't have that if that was the penultimate race in the championship. We wouldn't have that. Because he would have one more race to... Or multiple more races to get in. You know what I mean? But that desperation. Also, um, going back a little bit further than that, you have Martin Truex Jr. versus Joey Logano. He won, He may won the battle, but he ain't winning the damn war. You know, like... Uh, Jeff that, Gordon? Even Jeff, Gordon back. Jeff Gordon winning and getting the championship for in his final season, full season. And then... Probably one of the coolest moments: Matt Kenseth taking out Julia Gano in the turn one to an eruption of the fans. All time like, classic. All time classic. classic. We might have to rewatch that race in the off season. We, oh, that yeah. might have to oh, get yeah. the list of races we have to rewatch. But like that race, this race itself, just it just oozes great entertainment, and it's always. It's always in the afternoon, short track racing. The sun's going down, or the sun, or the lights are on. Like it's just, I can't think of a better way to do it. With that being said, now we got to get to this past weekend, and boy did this past weekend not disappoint. Halloween weekend, man, jeez, and we got some tricks and some treats, did we not? Oh, we did. Oh, we did. So. What it's funny enough. Usually, guys who watch the series, usually we we'll cover the Xfinity series because the Cup series is like the main show, and a lot of drama came on the Cup series. We're just gonna flip side because the Xfinity series was actually like the main event of this past weekend. You know, it, they put on a hell of a show. It it was, and we had some controversy. As Eric Bischoff says, you know it creates cash. And man, did we get it, man. But with that being said, before we go that, because I did not watch the cup race, unfortunately. I have a full-time job. I had to work. Captain did, so for seemingly one a few times this season. I'm gonna let him take center stage and tell us about the cup race. How was it? Like, they brought a new tire. How did it do? Just give us a rundown, come.
2: Yeah, Stay that's yours. a really good starting point right there, actually. So yeah, we talked about it a bit last week, but there is a different tire compound that they ran for this race. So it was more wear off and actually for a little bit more than one groove ish. Um, ish. Yeah. <laughs> like do not get me wrong. This is not gen six racing. I'm not saying that was at that level. Cause it wasn't, but it was a lot better than the spring race. And afterwards, I was like, that was an enjoyable race. I enjoyed it. And I couldn't say that for, like, other Martinsville races with this car.
3: Anyways,
2: it was a pretty damn good show. There was, like, comers. There was goers. Huge points battle, of course, between Denny Hamlin, who was having a, like, lights-out day, and Willie B., who struggled. Lux, I was sweating.
3: So what
1: I took about was... Realistically, that bad race at Homestead sealed Denny's fate. Because had he not had a bad race at Homestead, do you think it would have been no question if he got in this weekend, this past weekend?
2: Well, it wound up being an eight-point difference, and he
1: did. Right. He got he scored like fifty-six points, I think. Right. So, uh, so let's just say he really
2: scored much more.
1: Let's just say he finished top ten at Homestead, even if he didn't win. He would, I guarantee you, wouldn't come in minus seventeen. He'd probably come in. What do you think? Minus five, four, something like that. That's a good point. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then. That would have been then, enough. Yeah, that would have been definitely enough. And one thing he said, and I know. First off, I'm gonna get on people. I'm gonna get on people. I know everyone loves to pick fun at him. Oh, he choked again. He choked again. He never win a championship. Never did a champ. First off. <laughs> Denny Hamlin is going to be known as the Dan Marino, the Mark Martin, the Allen Iverson, the Vince Carter of our generation. But all those. Travis, what? Charles Barkley. Charles Barkley, thank you. (laughs) A little bit old school NBA. People who are considered some of the all time greats but have just never gotten the championship. Like, literally, if you, if you talk to somebody about the greatest top 10 greatest quarterbacks of all time, Dan Marino's on that list. But he never won a Super Bowl. When you ask people who are some of the best, like, the best NBA point guards of all time, Allen Everson's on that list. Never got the title. You know? When you think of some of the greatest drivers of, like, the 90s and 2000s, Mark Martin's on that list. Never got the title. Danny Hamlin is that, is that same way. You know, and this is, I know a lot of people say, oh, I'm just copping out. This is just a cop out, whatever. But at the end of the day, Hamlin already has a career. He's, I think you can, you and I can both agree with this. Captain. He's got a Hall of Fame spot locked up, locked oh, up, yeah. hands down, oh, hands yeah. down. And when you start your career in whatever sport you go into, is that not your final goal? to get into the Hall of Fame and be considered one of the greatest of all time.
0: Right? I mean, he's every bit as good as Mark Martin.
1: Yeah. And Mark Martin didn't even win a Daytona 500. Then he's got three of them. Mm-hmm. Including, I think, to date, the closest finish in Daytona 500 history.
0: He is the, he's the winningest driver without a championship. Yeah.
2: His problem is that he raced in the same era as Jimmy Johnson. Jimmy Johnson and
1: Kyle Busch. Exactly. That's that's it. And the same thing of like when you think of guys like um Allen Iverson. Allen Iverson unfortunately played in the era with Kobe Bryant and Tim Duncan, you know? It's hard to win a championship when you come out of the East and you got to face Tim Duncan and the Spurs, Greg Popovich and the Spurs or Kobe Bryant, Shaquille O'Neal, the Lakers. It's hard to win a championship at that point, you know what I mean? Yeah, Charles Barkley, he had to go he had to deal with the Bulls. Right. Yeah. Exactly. He had to deal with the Bulls. So and so, it's just, it's just like that. Now, do I think now the question, the big question is, do I think Denny Ham will ever get a championship? I think so. I think. Mm-hmm. I I I I do believe so. You can't keep, because yeah. unlike Mark, there have been years where Mark wasn't as good as he, in the prior years. Like, there were some, 06 is a prime example. 06 was bad. It was rough on Mark. 06 was rough on Mark. You know what I mean? Um, there were some years where Mark just wasn't up to top par, as far as other years, right? Mm-hmm. Denny has not had that issue. Even that year where he broke his leg at um, Fontana, in that big incident, when he came back, he still won races that year. Like, you look at his stats, literally, I'm looking, I'm, I'm bringing it up right now. I'm looking at his stats. Mm-hmm. Do you know this man, out of all his years, has only finished outside of top 10 in points three times? Of the full seasons he's run, he's only finished outside of top 10 in points three times. Three times. The three years he did was 2007, he finished 12th in points. 2013, he finished 23rd in points, but then again, he missed four races in a row because of the injury. And then 2018, he finished 11th in points.
0: He's been a sport for what?
1: 18 years? 17 yeah. of them full-time seasons, and he's only missed the top 10 in points three times? And one of them because he missed races? Are you f- kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> like, this dude's a model of consistency. Matter of fact, hell, dating back to that 2018 years, from 2019 all the way to currently, he's finishing the top five in points. He's on record to finish in the top, ten, top five in points for four years in a row. For five years in a row, actually, going on this year. Probably something happened. Damn. This man is a moment of consistency. There's no way you can look at me and say he will never win a championship. I'm thinking you're crazy. Because, <laughs> because like eventually, Luck's gotta swing your way.
2: Dude, you know I what think I mean? This if you gonna be his year because he's like um, doubled down. He is energized. He is more a lightning also, rod. I'll than tell you, I'll tell been you in his when. Career.
1: I'll tell you when it's gonna be his year when they move the championship race out of Phoenix. Mm. Because I'll be honest with you, and I'll cover this when we get to the race rundown. Toyota sucks at Phoenix. I'm sorry, they do. Across the Cup Series and Xfinity Series, they just just don't really get it done at Phoenix. I don't know what it is. Like, even dating back to when they were in the sport in, across all gins of the car, like, they have, I think, a combined. Ten wins across the first the spring race and the fall race at at um Martinsville at um Phoenix. Well, like Ford has a combined like twenty some wins. Oh snap! Like they are so far behind. But yeah, but I think the the year the time they move the championship race out of Phoenix, I think that's when you'll probably see Denny win. I like I said I, you can't I don't I don't think you keep a man down like that. But nonetheless, um, it was a good race. I was able to watch the last couple of ra- laps. And now that I got the Denny Hamlin disappointment out of the way, I can go back to being the fan I am. And let's fucking go Blady! Yes. yes! Oh my god, that made me so happy. Like I said, the only, like, as a... Hamlin fan, I was disappointed, but as a Blaney fan, I was super exci- super excited. Like, that was probably one of the greatest days was that. First off, it's his first win on a short track, by the way, Ryan Blaney. I didn't I realize that. that. Yeah, that was his first win on a short track. He's won a mile and a half, he's won a super speedways, hell, he's won on a road course. His first win on a short track. So, congratulations. Also, didn't a certain former second-generation, no, third-generation driver, talked shit on Blaney's name at the beginning of the season. Ooh, I think he did. Mr. Oh, Brian Blaney is a case of wasted potential. Yeah, I'm looking at you, Kyle Petty. Shut the fuck up. Damn. I'm, I, somebody listening to this. You can record this section. You can record this section and send it right directly to Kyle Petty's DMs. Shut the fuck up, man. I understand I'm just a fan who, you know, I've never been in NASCAR. I've never raced a day in NASCAR. I'm not a part of the NASCAR family. Like, I'm not a journalist, official journalist, or whatever. But the fact that you sat there and said that this man is a case of wasted potential and he is racing for a championship at arguably one of his best tracks on the schedule, you, Kyle Petty, do not know what the fuck you were talking about. I'm calling out a member of the Petty family, and not a sh- not a shred of regret in my voice. Does it sound like I'm I'm regretting this? Does it sound like I'm I'm backing down? Come c- tell me. Does it sound like I am staying? I I am not fully going sure? back down, Lux. You're
2: chomping at the bit.
1: Oh my God! I've been wanting to say this since that minute. Like y'all, even I went over this when we talked about Phoenix earlier in the season. And, You know and. Honestly, early in the season, it was kind of like it was kind of like okay, I can kind of see where you're at. But the season Blaney has had, shut the fuck up, Kyle Petty. You're wrong about Blaney. You're wrong about Bubba. You're wrong about everything. You are the Emmanuel Ocho of NASCAR. Somebody whose mm. own career was shit, so he has to talk shit on everybody else. Shut the fuck up, man. Oh. going to get you some water, Lux. That felt good. That felt good. Anyway, <laughs> that, that, that just, I had to get that out, man, because, oh my God, that man's pissed me off so many times this goddamn season. Anyway, but yeah, so no, shout out to Ryan Blaney and that whole Penske and Lux, team. And Lux and Lux. What?
2: How'd Blaney how'd Laney get the pass for the win?
1: He did it around the around outside. Round the outside. Round <laughs> the, the outside. Two trail fart girls Get around the outside. Around, yes, sir perfect way to do it and honestly that's amazing to me in, in itself because around the outside pass at martinsville is unheard of
2: oh it's insane the crowd was in it so much like you the you could hear the crowd over the cars from the booth
1: like that's how much everyone, they were into it So everyone loves blaney first off like he, oh, yeah. i don't he's i think he's taken over carl Edwards' role as everyone's favorite Like, you know how back in the day, unless you were a Brad Kozlowski fan, everyone loved Carl Edwards, you know? You know, he was smiling, he was always smiling, always in a good mood. Blaney's kind of the same way, you know? Like, Blaney's always smiling, always well-mannered, always in a good mood, you know? It takes a lot to get Blaney upset, right? Right. So, yeah, so everyone loves Blaney, so I think that was a popular win, not just because... Danny Hammond got eliminated, which I'm pretty sure was a reason why a lot of fans were happy. But um but I think it's because everyone loves Blaney. But no, it was great race, good weekend. Um and now we have our championship four set as it is Christopher, ring my bell. Christopher Bell, Kyle Larson, the defend um, 2021 champion, William Byron, whoop whoop. And, and yep, William By- B and Ryan Blaney. Now here's a fact that I did not know about. And this is amazing to think about. Do you realize if William Byron can capture the championship, he will be the first driver from North Carolina to win a championship since 1999? And Dale
3: Jarrett. What? Yeah. Whoa.
1: So the first driver North- this century from North Carolina, arguably the home of NASCAR, to win a championship.
2: Bro. And you think of the drivers he who have come in from North Carolina for that championship.
1: And you think of the drivers who have come from North Carolina who have won championships, like Earnhardt, Dale Jarrett. Um, I'm sh- y- y'all gonna kill me because I know I'm missing. I'm missing. Ooh, names. I was
2: about to be really impressed. I was like, damn, he knows all their plays. Like,
1: oh god, I'm trying to think because yeah, obviously, I'm oh, obviously Richard Petty. Um, I know people are gonna get on me for that, Richard Petty. Yeah, Richard Petty, Dale Earnhardt. Um. Dale Jarrett, that Jarrett, Dale Jarrett's father. Um, God, I, I'm. I know I'm missing some blatant ones because I know some drivers from South Carolina, so I don't want to say their name and be like, "Oh, they're from South Carolina," because I don't know, piss North Carolina people off. Um, but yeah, but nonetheless, like, just it's amazing that it's been that long, considering that it's like. That it's the home of NASCAR, you know, it's it's like it's like um, a person from England. It's like England not winning a World Cup, you know. Everyone considers England like the land of of football or soccer, you know. And the fact that they still haven't won a World Cup is like, come on, bro. Like whatever, but no. So that's a really interesting stat. But yeah, we have the Championship Four set, and it is going to be an exciting race. Come this weekend, we'll break it down all for you in the final rundown. But before we get to that, and before we get to the news, we got to talk about the craziness that was Saturday night under the lights. Full moon, Captain. Full moon always
2: brings out the best.
1: Full moon, short track racing, Xfinity, one race on the line, two spots on the line, and how chaotic that was. Now, literally. Um, John Hunter Niemicek actually locked himself in via um, points, because I think he he got enough points in early stages, so he locked himself in, but then it came down to multiple drivers. It came down to Creed, Austin Hill, um, Justin Algeier, and Cole Custer. It came down to those four drivers going for two spots, right? And on the late race restart, it was Creed on the outside, Sheldon, um, Austin Hill on the inside, and I think a couple rows back you had Justin Allgaier, and a couple rows further than that you had um, Cole Custer, right? I think before that last restart, the weight it was, if Creed won and Hill will finish second, because I think Custer was still far back, Creed won and Hill will finish second, Creed and Hill would make it in, right? They would both make it in. Um, however, uh, um, a couple laps into that run, Creed made up, um, custom made up a couple spots to the fact that if Creed won, Hill would be out, right? Mm. So going, so it, and this is where it all started, right? So going into turns, I think Austin Hill washed up in the turn one and kind of pushed the Creed out wide. Creed got back to underneath him. Creed got behind him, drove him into turns three and four, kind of got him out of the bottom. Still side by side, by the way. They step kept side by side all the way through to the middle of three and four on the last lap. So props to Sheldon Creed, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Creed gives him a shot going in down into turn one on the final lap, gets him out of the groove, gets underneath them. Right, and then they drag race down the back straight. We beat, bang, clean, 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 side by side. You know, considering the fact that Creed had to win to make it in, he raced Austin Hill as cleanly as you can ask for for a teammate. Right, right, Cleanly as you can ask for. Winning the turn of three and four, I think Creed got. I think Creed got in a little speedy dry, and got into turn three a little bit too much, and washed up the hill. And had to get on the binders to avoid going right into the outside wall. That, itself, um caused Creed, um, Hill, to get right, to literally punt, get right into the rear end of Creed. And effectively, according to Hill, put a hole in his radiator. Which led to the 20 behind Hill, spinning him out, causing a big one on the last lap. Coming out of four. In which case, Justin Allgaier... Knuck underneath. The Austin, um, Sheldon Creed, drag race to the line. Alguer wins. Creed finishes second. Alguer the championship four. Creed misses out. Right. Mm-hmm. Now the craziest was. Now you're, Now I know you're thinking, where did Custer finish? Well, Custer was involved in that big wreck. And it was, cars were going everywhere. I don't know if you saw it, Gavin, but cars were going everywhere. They were spinning it was, sliding. It was like a big one, but at Martinsville. It was a big one at Martinsville. But Creed, but this is what I love about it. Austin, um, Cole Custer. Like, to honestly, I got flashbacks of, remember when Kyle Larson um, at the Roval in 2018, where he bounced off that wall, and his car was so damaged, but he needed to get across the line to get enough points to advance in the next round? The one that made Jimmy Johnson? Mm-hmm. Yep, same situation. C- Custer knew he had to get across the line. I think ahead of Austin Hill or something like that. So literally, front end tore all the hell up. Guess what he did? What he do? Threw it, threw that in reverse and backed it across the line. Nice. <laughs> and sure enough, that gave him enough points to get himself into the championship for. Man, tore up car. But just enough wherewithal to get it on the reverse, cross the line, and finish the race. That that's how bad that's when people ask how bad you want it, that's a prime example of it. That boy wanted that. So craziness out of all of it, Sam Mayer, John Hunter Nemechek, um, Justin Algar via the win, and Cole Custer made your championship four. So as it stands and so where it is right now. For the Truck Series, we went over this. Corey Heim, Carson Hosevar, Ben Rhodes, Grant Enfinger. For the Xfinity Series, Sam Mayer, Justin Allgaier, John Hunter Nemechek, and Cole Custer. And then, as we just said, talk about the Cup Series race, Ryan Blaney, Christopher Bell, Kyle Larson, and William Byron. Imagine think a championship for across all three series, man.
3: Now, dude,
2: now this is going to be a good weekend.
1: Now, that's I forgot about. I can't believe I I forgot about the controversy that came with that finish in Xfinity series, right? Um, Mm -hmm. with Andy Petrie getting upset at some show Apparently, I'll I'll break down what it was, what he actually what Andy Petrie said Andy Petrie cleared the air apparently on NASCAR radio. Um, Austin Hill said. He cannot wait for Creed to be gone. He said, He hopefully Jesse Love will work with him better. He said, I can't wait for Creed to be gone, you know, so I can get the new teammate Jesse Love, hopefully will work for him better. Wah, wah, wah. Um, <laughs> him getting upset, he, like, sarcastically clapping at the two's pit box as he walked by. And then Richard Childress saying, and this is the most stupidest <laughs> thing he's ever done, speaking of stupid, he said, of all drivers I've had, drive for me. No one's as stupid as Sheldon Creed. No, no. This man has employed his own grandsons who haven't done shit at the cup level. This man has also employed guys like Brian Scott and John West Townley. This man has employed so many drivers that I would consider that are more dumber than Sheldon Creed. So what the fuck are you talking about, old man? <laughs> it's amazing that in one failed instance, RCR has seemingly become the most hated team in NASCAR. Dude, they got all the villains. They seemingly, in one failed instance, they became and th- and they thought they were going to get sympathy. I could tell by the wor- their words, they were expecting sympathy. You know, you don't you don't put somebody under that blame if you think they're if you're okay with being hated. They expected sympathy. They expected the good old fan, good old boys to side with them. No. Everybody turned against them. Everyone turned against them. Now Petrie what he said, what he said he was upset about was he was upset that Creed washed up the hill and Hill got in the back up. Got in the back of him. He's like, why couldn't you just race him off the corner? You know, why'd you why'd you slide up in the hill? Which honestly, I don't I think Creed would have liked that. I think I think that was Creed's plan was to keep him side by side, through three and four, to the line, whatever happens, happens, right? But like you said he, like we said he drove in there too deep um, which is what you got to do i mean this guy is racing for a spot in the championship four you know you got to do everything you can you got to drive it in deep you got to try to get everything everything you can but if you turn left and your car keeps going straight what the fuck are you going to do you know what i mean mhm driven it, i know i racing is not 100% accurate to the real thing But I've driven Xfinity cars at uh, Martinsville in the simulator. It's tough to make that turn. It's hard. You have to get on the binders so much. So late in the run, your tires are worn, your car's worn down a little bit, they're speedy, they're on the track, the nerves are hot. That's to be expected. I guarantee you, and this is what Sheldon Creed said, if it was the other way around, Petrie wouldn't have said nothing. If it was the other way around, Petrie wouldn't have said nothing. But, Nonetheless, Creed's got one more race with these boys this weekend at Phoenix, and a lot of people were speculating that Childress was going to replace Creed before they got to Phoenix, but that's not happening. Creed will race that two-car this weekend at Phoenix, but man, how chaotic it was, It man. How chaotic. Anything you gotta say? Anything your your thoughts? Well
2: Lux, I was gonna ask you, is there any drivers who got a top ten for Cup or Xfinity that you want to give a
1: shout out for? I can certainly do that. Um, let's take a look at it. So for Cup Series Not really, you kinda oh uh, there is one one that got um two people actually got a top ten that was worth shouting out to. Eric Almarola. Yeah got himself it's a nice a P2. There. The
2: Elmarola looked like he might win it.
1: Yeah, I would have been like... And, and honestly, if he would have won, I would have laughed because that man gets the most random wins of all time. Ain't that the truth. Like, his wins are never just oh, we had a strong car all day. It's just out of nowhere, he's got a fast car. Um, And then Austin Sendrick and Todd Gillen, ninth and 10th. Shout out to them boys. How about Hell that, yeah. man? Um, As far as the Xfinity race, the Dead on Tools 250. Um, Parker Redsklaff, Jordan Anderson Racing, shout out to them. Parker Redsklaff got a nice P7. Obviously, a lot of this was because of the chaos at the end of the race. Jeb Burton sliding over the line, finished P9. Anthony Alfredo, PL, P8. So, P7, 8, 9. Some young guns, some, um, some underdog teams. And Roger Carruth in his final appearance for Alpha Prime Racing, which... Gave him his big break. I think he owes a lot of time for Prime Racing. Roger Carew finished P12. So shout out to that, to those guys. But with that being said, we've, it is time for us to move on to the next segment. So we will catch you guys on the other side when it's time for the news. Hey, thanks for listening to the Round the Outside podcast presented by Freight Train Studios. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at Freight Train there, you'll also find a link to our All My Links page where you can check out our YouTube channel. Thanks so much for your support, and back to the show. Welcome back to the Round the Outside podcast presented by Freight Train Studios, and it is time for the knees. And the biggest yeah. news dropping today, we got, a new, we got a new Mustang coming to the Cup Series. Cap- Dark Horse. Dark Horse. Dun, 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 dun. It
2: looks sick, too.
1: Yep, we we got a little peek of the Dark Horse for those who watch um V8 supercars. We got a little peek of it over there this season with their new the new car. Um I don't know if you've seen it over in the V8 supercars this year, Kevin.
2: It looks awesome there too.
1: It does look awesome there too as well. Um So, but yeah, so we got a little bit of a peek of it um and now it is coming stateside and it is coming to the cup series in 2024 i'm looking at it right now it's gonna take some to getting used to i'm not gonna lie it's gonna take some getting used to because i'm not gonna lie the old mustang was really good looking the current mustang we got really looks good oh no man uh, this
2: new one looks pretty sick
1: it does it does it does i'm not gonna lie i'm not gonna to lie to you I mean, it, it looked good it looked good but um but yeah, so got a new body and they're not gonna be the only ones getting a new body, according to Bob Pacres, Ford um Toyota as well will be getting a new body. Chevy has not set to get a new body because the Camaro is set to in production at the end of twenty twenty four. So I think with rules saying they can keep the Camaro body all the way through the twenty twenty four season, but I think twenty twenty five is when we will see probably a new Chevrolet body. We've gone Think about how far NASCAR Ford has gone with NASCAR. I'm trying to go back as early as I can to like when we had like the bodies, bodies, right? Mm -hmm. We started off with the. God, what was the earliest? Trying to think when they had. We started with the Thunderbird, right? We went with the Thunderbird. From the Thunderbird, we went to the Taurus. From the Taurus, we went to the Fusion. And. They carried a Fusion
0: all the way up. Ooh, Lux, you forgot one. What did I forget? You forgot
2: one. In the year 2008, there was not a Ford Taurus for sale. Or 2009, excuse me. And so for that year, it was called the Ford 500. No, we are talking about NASCAR? A Taurus.
0: No, they they went to Fusion because the Fusion came in 2006. Fusion did not come
2: in 2006.
1: Fusion started in NASCAR in 2006. Oh, shit. Yeah, you're right. Because they used the old. Don't test me with this, boy. Don't test me with this, man. Don't. Don't. (laughs) Don't do that. Don't do that. You're right. You don't don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Get out of (laughs) here. Get out of here. You came and gone from the sport. I stayed, okay? Don't (laughs) test me with this. Don't test me with this, man. You got you looking stupid. I was like, what the fuck are you on? No. So the Taurus was, I think the Taurus debuted in 98, right? Something like that. Yeah, 98. That ran through
2: 2000. The Taurus was in the 80s. But not the
0: NASCAR. I'm I'm talking about
1: NASCAR, Captain. We're talking about NASCAR. I'm not talking (laughs) about extra production, okay? So NASCAR from the moment we started having like full body stock cars. Now I'm not talking about the cars we saw in the late in the mid '80s. I'm talking about like late '80s, early '90s, right? Mm-hmm. Went from the Thunderbird all the way to '97. '97 was the last year the Thunderbird. '98 all the way through 2005. We had the Taurus, so the different bodies of the Taurus from 2006 all the way to 2018. God, it was a long time. I just realized how long the Fusion was in there. We had a Fusion for a brick, haven't we? From 2006 to 2018, we had the Fusion. 2019 to 2021, we had the Mustang in general. And then 2022 and 2023, we had the Mustang GT500 or Mustang GT. Um, and then
0: now we have the Mustang Dark Horse. So, yeah.
1: I'm trying to think of the bodies. Obviously, Toyota has not changed. They've been with the Camry ever since. The the Chevrolet, they started with the... Chevrolet's actually gone through a couple of them. Yeah, they've got quite a few. The Chevrolet... We started with... I think we went with the Monte Carlo. I think, was the Monte Carlo a part of the, the full body stock cars, or was that the Lumina? Uh, I mean, Gen, Gen 4. Oh, yeah, so Gen 4, yeah, so Gen 4 started with the, but what did they run before 91 and the Lumina? So, by the way, we got David and kind of chatting with us off to the side real quick. What did they start before the Lumina? Because I know they ran something they went from the Lumina to the Monte Carlo. I'm trying to think of what was before the Lumina. Hang on, you got those were dark ages
2: for GM sedans. You, man. you
1: got it, You got me looking it up. So there's some dark. dark I'm, looking, I'm thinking ages. like 1980,
0: 89. Was that still the Monte Carlo? Or I think that was I think that was the um I think that was the Lumina. I want to say it was
1: the Lumina. Um. Yeah, it was Illumina. Yeah, it was Illumina. So Illumina was, so Illumina was up with them from like 87. No, 88. 88, I remember. 88. 88 through to 95. Then into 94, because I remember 95 was when they introduced Monte Carlo for Chevrolet. And that Monte Carlo stayed up until... Two thousand, I think ninety nine or two thousand, we went into a little sleeker. Cause remember how fat the night the oh, the late nineties Monte Carlos were. Remember how rounded those bodies were, man. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Those, those things are rounded as a motherfucker, man. I love those cars. I'm not gonna lie, man. I love those cars. The T Rex, my the T Rex Jeff Gordon car, all that, man. But then you had um from there you had the the little streamlined Monte Carlos from that you had the 2003 which i think honestly the 2003 Monte Carlos can, are tied with the 2006 Monte Carlo for my favorite like Chevrolet bodies um and then you went, the Impala came in 2007 with the next, with the COT. Then he had the Impala SS before we went back to the Monte Carlo. No, we, did we go back to Monte Carlo? We stayed with the Impala. No, we stayed with the Impala. Yeah, we stayed with the Impala. My bad. We stayed with the Impala, and then all, no, never, oh, Cam, no. We are actually forgetting one. Because we went hmm. to the Impala and then from the Impala, we went to the Chevy SS. Remember that? We went to oh, the Chevy yeah, SS. The SS. We went to the Chevy SS when the Gen 6 car came. Dude, those are collector cars now, the actual SS. Yeah. So we went to the Chevy SS all the way through to t- till we got to Camaro. Till we got to Camaro. No, it wasn't. It wasn't an Impala. Like um, David on the side is saying, was the SS still Impala? No, it was, it was literally a rebadged. Holden Commodore from Australia.
2: Yeah, which is a front-engine V8 rear-wheel-drive car. Exactly. Uh, Pontiac which, had a version
1: called the, the G8. G6. Was it G6 or G8? One of those two. But, um, which I will never, by the way, on a side note, I will never forgive GM for having the Holden Ute at their disposal for years, and we never got a revitalized El Camino. right. I would have, oh my god, the things I would have done to get that car. Fuck. Anyway, moving on. So, but yeah, so next year we will have a new body for the Ford and Toyota will get the new body. I believe they're going to get it updated. Um, I think they're going to get the the new Camry. I don't know if you've seen like the what is it, like the concept images of the new Camry? I Does it look good? It looks. It literally looks like... Have you seen the Toyota Crown that they have? That all-wheel drive, like, semi-crossover oh, yeah, sedan? Yeah, yeah. It looks a little bit like that. Okay. I mean, that's a good-looking so, car. Yeah. So I like that. Um, so I think that's going to be the new Camry. And- also, find
2: you someone who loves you like Toyota loves
1: Crowns hey as somebody who loves jdm the fact that they brought the crown to america because jdm because the crown has been like known in japan for years so they, probably, they brought it to america i'm like yes, that's sir. because Thank they
2: you. sell a crown truck they sell a crown hearse they sell a crown sedan they sell a crown two-door car They sell well you sedan. know
1: well you know japan's all about that empire stuff so crowns is something they do well anyway you, think um, um, just um, crowns,
2: man, you know what camry means
1: mm. that's crown in japanese
2: is it i didn't know that yeah yeah, you know what Corolla is? Yeah. What? A little crown in Latin.
1: Really? They love their crowns. Yep. That's amazing. That's amazing to think about. It. Um, now, here's my thought process of what Chevrolet is going to do. And this is going to, if you're a Chevrolet fan, you're going to want to go, la, la, la. I'm not hearing you. I'm not, la, I'm not hearing you. All right. Ooh, Zero Lux, what you got? This might be a hot take, actually. But I, I'm going to bust here see it for your hot take. I'm bu- no, no. I'm going to bust here because it's relevant to the conversation. I think. GM is going to move away from the Chevy brand when they introduce the new body.
3: Ooh. And I think
1: and I think they're going to introduce Cadillac to NASCAR with the new body. Now, think about it. We already got Cadillac in sports car racing with um with like the GT GTP um GTP car Um, Have you seen that? Yeah, we already got a Cadillac introduced, and they're doing really well, right? And then obviously um, Andretti is bringing Cadillac, apparently is rumored to bring Cadillac to F1 with GM, so it's going to be like Andretti Cadillac F1, which is going to be so cool to think about. Um, So I think GM is and think about it, the Cadillac CTS-V is not going anywhere. There's no signs to stop making that. So I think, I think we're gonna go from Kyle Larson in number five HendrickCars.com Chevy Camaro to Kyle Larson in number five HendrickCars.com Cadillac CTSV. <laughs> oh my God! Can you think about that? Think about that, man. But nonetheless, nonetheless, I think. Chevy fans, I think GM fans will be happy with it because it's, at the end of the day, this, the street version is a big old rear-wheel drive muscle car, so I think that'll be fine. Exactly. But yeah, so yeah, I think, unfortunately, I think um, GM's going to stay, but I think Chevrolet's going to go away with the new body in 2025. So, yeah, that's crazy to think about, but I think that's the case. But um, we were talking about Toyota, region of Toyota More importantly, 2311. For my Star Wars fans here, your time has come. Your time has come. Because this weekend, we got double Star Wars cars this weekend for 2311. My man. So, um, for those of you who don't know, a couple days ago, um, they announced that Bubble Walls will be running the columbia star wars x-wing car and the commercial they used to reveal it had none other than luke skywalker himself mark hamill how cool is that it's fucking awesome oh my god and then him handing him the helmet and says don't remember bubba the force is always with you i was like <laughs> right, <laughs> I was geeking out man I was geeking out Oh Mark my Mark Hamill retweeted it too yeah and he says like the only thing I'm upset about is I didn't get to drive the car <laughs> we, I hope they bring Mark Hamill to the race this weekend come on get him out there let him drive the pace car or say the command please I don't even know if they announced who's going to say the command <laughs> 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 Brian Blaney watching I'm sure if Blaney, Blaney was I'm sure if Blaney wasn't racing for a championship he'd be jealous as hell But, um, for sure, sure. but yeah, so Bubba Wallace running X Wing car. But just when you thought it was over, um, instead of a boring Toyota sponsor scheme for the 45, Star Wars said, you know what, we'll do you up one as Tyler Reddick be driving the TIE Fighter number 45 Star Wars car. Sick, so man, I just want one picture of Bubba Wallace and X Wing car. Being chased by Tyler Reddick in the TIE Fire car. I just want one picture. One picture. Just one. <laughs> That's it. That's all I need. Just one picture of that and I'll be happy. I'll be satisfied. Uh, the cars look amazing, which is really making it hard because I know next week's episode we're going to have to go over a paint scheme of the year and it it's making it really hard. It is making it really, really hard. Yeah, so I, I don't for- want
2: to like, do too much recency bias, but
1: it's making it tough, you're right. It is, it is, it is. We are going to, it's going to be tough. But no, so I'm excited about that, 2311. They've just been, they've been hitting the nail on the head for the pain schemes the last couple of weeks, man. They've just been killing it late in the season. Um, Speaking of 2311, this weekend, the two cars coming out of that shot, those two Star Wars NASCARs, will mark the final two race cars to come out of their small, humble beginnings race shop in Mooresville, North Carolina, because I think by the time 2024 comes around, they will be moving into their brand new facility. How excited are you, Captain? Dude, I'm stoked. You're going to go to it at some point too, right? I have to. I have to. It, it wouldn't be fair if I didn't. Um, Now, I got to see, thankfully, when I was in... Um Charlotte for the races I was able to stop by the o- og shop um, it's really small by the way, it's really small floor i like the videos doesn't do it justice. it's really small, so I'm actually glad they're expanding a little bit but um i have not seen i have not seen in person the new shop. I've only seen pictures of it, but from what I've seen by concept images, it's gonna be big. We're talking like Joe Gibbs racing size big room for four cars big right. Uh, yeah. Ooh. Or an Xfinity team. Or maybe an Xfinity team. Who knows? Who knows? Like I've been, who knows? who knows? Who knows? The trophy case is pretty cool. Um, They had the Coda win, the Kansas wins, and the Talladega win. So they had all of them there. It was cool. I actually have pictures of it. But, um, but yeah, no. It was really fun. So I'm excited to see the new shop and what what improvements twenty three twenty three eleven has made since since arriving arriving to the Cup Series? What they've done it's just been phenomenal, 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 phenomenal.
2: Yeah, they made some big strides. You know, last year a lot of the talk was did uh, Trackhouse get ahead of twenty three eleven? And I think twenty three eleven this year was definitively I th- ahead of Trackhouse.
1: I, I think it's been about even, really. Um. I think it's I think it's about even. I don't think I think both teams are very equal um or where they are at. I mean last year they put both cars in the playoffs. This year they only put one. Kind of similar to 2011 eleven this year this year twenty eleven put both cars in the playoffs. Last year they only had one car in the owners' playoffs, so I mean they're kind of very equal as far as success goes. But um but no, it's just been amazing what this team has done. Um, now speaking of this team, Bubba Wallace has been putting in work and it is shown, um, according to Auto Racing Analytics on X, <laughs> on, um, on X, on X or Twitter, whatever you want to call. Mm-hmm. Remember how Bubba Wallace has claimed himself to be the restart king? Yeah, well, that's no moniker he gave without having reason to. Because according to Ra- auto racing analytics, positions net gain on restarts in 2023 Bob Wallace is plus 119 as far as positions gained on restarts.
2: That's pretty damn impressive. How good was second place?
1: 65. Jeez. <laughs> Jesus. Jeez, it's Almost half, like, half of above there. <laughs> almost half the positions of second place. By the way, second place goes to Alex Bowman with plus sixty five. Third place, another twenty-three eleven. 11 um, Tyler Reddick with plus sixty-four. Ty um Eric Jones with plus sixty-three. And Ty Gibbs plus sixty-three as well. And then Joey Logano plus fifty-two. Now, that's not all. Because as far as positions retained on restarts, Bob Wallace is at eighty point three percent. Second place um, would be Kyle Larson at seventy nine point seven. Third place is Alex Bowman seventy six point five. Brad Keselowski seventy five percent at fourth place. Ryan Blaney seventy two point four, and then Tyler Reddick seventy one point two. So, basically, chances are. Bubba Walls is going to gain spots on a restart, and he's going to keep spots on a restart.
3: <laughs> yeah. He's uh, it's,
1: it's going to be a Bubba fan at restarts. It is. It is. And, it, and he's, he's done so much, better. The thing is, he gets better every year. I don't think there's been a year where he's regressed at all since entering the Cup Series. You, you know, know, I think you're right. Like, every year, he's gotten better and better. And for those who are like, oh, he's a mid-place driver, I don't count the first three years. Honestly, I almost consider 2021 his rookie season, really. Because the first three years at, Penn- at um, Petty was just... He, that car wasn't there, and he did the best he could with what he had. But his career has changed so much since moving over to 2311 and that Toyota and. And I just think I'm glad he's never left. I'm glad he got back into the Toyota family and he's been a good supporter of that team ever since and a good addition to that team ever since. But um, but yeah, honestly, it just makes me so excited for 2024 with what this team can do. Um, but yeah. And with that being said, is there any other news we want to cover? Because we got a lot to talk about when we get to the final rundown. Not that I can
2: think of. I'm looking forward to the final rundown.
1: All right, final rundown, and we have a special guest joining us once again. He's been chomping at the bit. We'll have him check us out for our championship weekend predictions. I'll see you guys on the other side. Hey, do you know I also stream on Twitch? Make sure to follow me at twitch.tv slash LuxRider. And now it's time for the final rundown. Back to the show. Welcome back to the Round the Outside podcast, presented by Freight Train Studios, and it's time for the final rundown. Joining me, guest, as our good friend, Mister David Dawn. What's up, David?
4: Not much. I'm excited for a championship. How you doing?
1: It is excited weekend. It is down to twelve drivers, three series, <laughs> three championships on the line. Um, showing little stakes. Yeah. We got used um some what we got at stake. Remember the last time we crowned a Craftsman Truck Series champion was, I think we had to go all the way back to like 2009, I think it was, was the last time we crowned a Truck Series champion, let's see In here, a I think it was, yeah, 2009, and the last, oh, no, he's inverted behind that, actually, hold up, 2008. Captain, do you want to take a guess at who the last Truck Series Craftsman Truck Series champion was? Oh, uh, in two thousand eight. I can take a
2: guess too. Dude, um, I do. I do not know. Uh, Bobby David, Hamilton would already have been passed,
3: right? Yep. David, you want to take a guess? Um, let's see. Ron Hornaday.
1: Close. He bookend this one champion. 2008 Easy. champion was Johnny Benson Jr. in the 23 oh. for Bill Davis Racing. For how close you were, David, Hornaday won in 2007
4: and 2009.
1: Yeah, so I know. he literally booked it to them. But yeah, so for the first time since 2008, on Friday, we will crown a Craftsman Truck Series champion. But. We are at Phoenix Raceway this weekend, and let me get this out of the way because y'all know it's coming. Y'all know it's coming. Fuck this race track. It absolutely sucks. I hate Phoenix. Oh, my fuck God. I I hate this track. It just feels weird being a championship race because, like, I'm so used to Drivers locking themselves in the championship race. Me like we're going to we're going to Miami. We're going to Miami. Yes, sir. Now
4: we're going to Phoenix, Arizona. I'm not minding Phoenix as much right now, but it's like we clearly proved this past weekend that how good Miami could still work as a championship. Right. But
1: eh, whatever. They paid him the money. They get it. Whatever. Um. Yeah. We're headed back to Phoenix for our first time since March where William Byron got the dub. But but now we're, we're actually going back with a new package, actually. Oh, yeah? You hear about that? Yeah. I did not apparently, hear about
3: that. The, apparently,
1: the packages, the, the new tire that will be racing this weekend is the same that was tested at um, New Hampshire, I believe. That's gonna oh, be so this one then. has a little more fall off. Apparently. So hopefully oh, that will make this race a lot more exciting for the Cup Series. Now we went through this earlier in the year about how good, how fast this track is and we already went through it. Hey, hey, hey. Uh,
2: you, you wanna know what Lux's personal hell would be? What? <laughs> you gotta spend the whole day at Phoenix with Kyle Petty.
1: God kill me. Tell me. Tell
3: <laughs> me. Would you take
2: tickets, free tickets, and a free flight? To to Phoenix, but you gotta spend the
1: whole day there at Phoenix with the cow petty. Hell no. Hell no. Hell no. You turn I'd, it I've down. I would turn it down. Hell no. You would
3: turn even,
1: it down? No. Even no. Even I wouldn't. I no, here's the thing, I wouldn't last because I would get kicked out five minutes in because I fight fist fight that dude. <laughs> we literally by the time we got to the first race practice, I would have started fifteen arguments with this man. <laughs> And he would kick me out. No. Was like, all right, we're done. We're we'll sending you back on the plane. Get out yeah, here. Like, it's worth it. I don't care. But no, um, now, remember how I said, um, I don't know if I said this earlier on, on um, in recording or off recording. Toyota doesn't have a good track record at this racetrack. Remember how I said that? Mm hmm. So combining both races, I'm talking about the first and second races of the year at this track, right? Dating back to when Toyota entered her series in 2007. Toyota has one, two, three. Hang on. Four wins in the spring race. No, four, four wins in the fall race, right? Mm-hmm.
0: And then only... And
1: only um shit. One, two, three. Three wins in there. So combined seven wins. Seven combined wins.
3: Yeah.
1: At Phoenix Motor Speedway since that Toyota Center of Sport. To put that in comparison, Ford has a combined um, to put that in comparison, Ford has combined 19 wins. Right? Yeah. And Chevrolet has a
0: combined. Chevrolet has a combined 25, 26 wins.
4: As a track. Oh, man. So, yeah, no. Twitter's well, the best track record. You also got to consider that. Uh... It's Phoenix, and probably how many of those for Ford and Chevy were won by Harvick? That's another thing to consider. That's means.
1: a good point. That's that very good, good point. point. That's very good point. Harvick fucking owns this track. Oh my god! Yeah, I think does. Harvick I, I think Harvick. Yeah, Harvick has the record for most wins. Low key, he I has,
2: hope they give him just the insane most cheap car ever, so he wins on his last he race.
1: He wins in the fall race in the spring race. And then um, he has five wins in the, in, the, in the first race of the year at that track. And then he has four wins. So he has combined nine wins at that racetrack. I,
4: I have noticed, though, I don't think Harvick has won a race since they moved to the start-finish line. I don't believe so either.
1: Oh. Um, yeah, that's it, it's interesting to think about, yeah. Um, yeah, Harvick has combined nine wins at that track. His last win at the racetrack came in 2018. So I don't know when they moved the race. When did they move the start finish line? Um, um after 19- 2019. Yeah. yeah so he has, not, he has not won a race since they moved the start finish line. Oh, man. But he has won it on the new configurations, though. So he has not won it since they moved to start. Move probably to the it. most
4: iconic one, two thousand sixteen. Was that the year when he drag
1: raced Carl Everett's in the line? Yes. Yeah. Oh my god, that was. That a was like
4: I probably should have hit him harder.
1: That was a great fucking finish. Speaking of um, the truck series, this Phoenix does have a sentimental place in the truck series heart because it was the home of the very first truck series race. Oh really? Yeah, the very first truck series race in 1995, won by Mike Skinner in the number three. He actually swapped both races, but yeah, the very first truck series race was held at Phoenix International Raceway.
2: And that did have my favorite truck series body, the OG Silverado in
1: 95. Honestly, I think my favorite truck series body... Oh man! My second it's, favorite's the 2001 Ram. The 2006 Ford F-150s were really cool. 2006 and 2005, Toyota f Toyota really truck, cool. the Toyota Tundra. Um, honestly, the Toyota Tundra, I can't, I currently don't like. I think my favorite. Really? I think my favorite Toyota truck was probably like the 2010 through 2013s. I think I like those. Those are really cool looking. Um, And then my favorite Ford was obviously 2005, 2006. I think my favorite Chevrolet body. God. Oh, no. Favorite Chevrolet body, you got to go to like the 2020 Silverado's like Sheldon Creed and them. Those are my favorite. Those were slick. But anyway, getting off topic. Um, At Phoenix International Raceway, it's time to crown the champion, guys. So, This is how it is going to work. we got three series, Cup, Truck, and Xfinity. All three have four drivers rattling for a championship. Each of us will pick who we believe will be a champion. It's okay if we have the same pick. However, it's not okay if we have the same. We have to get different picks for who we believe is going to the race favorite outside of the championship for. So who do we believe is going to win, who's the favorite to win the race that's not in the championship for, and who we believe is the dark horse to win a race that also is not in the championship for. And we're doing that for all three series. Understand? Understand.
4: No. Yes.
1: All right. We did a wheel spin to determine who would go first, and David won. So before we get into that, a couple um notable names on the entry list. Jesse Love will be in the one for Tricon Garage. Marco Andretti, again, in the number seven for Spire Motorsports. Um, Stefan Parsons will be in the 25 for Rackley Ware. Um, Jake Grew in the 61 for Hattori. Connor Jones in the 66. The 75 Park. Um, the 75 Anderson. I think it's Anderson something. The the truck that Parker Kligerman usually drives. Um, Henderson Motorsports. Yep. Yeah. Derek Kraus will be in the second in the very first second. Um, Fire Motorsports truck, So I think they're preparing for. There are multiple truck series teams in twenty twenty four. But Derek Cross will be in the second Spire Motorsports truck. Um and yeah, Bailey Curry will be in the forty one. So with that being said, David, who is your championship pick? We have for the truck series. We have give me one second and bring it up actually real quick. Corey Haim. Oh, God! Hang on, hang on. Late. I'm bringing it up, man. Jeez. Um. Yeah. So for the playoffs, we have Corey Heim, Carson Hosevar, Ben Rhodes, Granny Finger. David, who is your pick to win the 2023
4: Craftsman Truck Series Championship? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to say this before I decide. But I just find it a little bit surprising. Like, I'm really surprised still. Zane Smith didn't make the championship for. I am too. I was really expecting to. Um, but I'm going to keep it pretty short. I think you got to go with Carson Hosovar.
1: Okay, okay. Carson Hosovar getting a walk-off win before moving up to the Cup Series in 2024. Uh, With that being said, who outside of Championship 4 do you think is your favorite to win this weekend?
4: uh, Well, he got beat up by Matt Craft and Nick Sanchez. (laughs) I don't know why you used use that to just make your point but okay and your dark horse um I don't know if it's really a dark horse for um what's what's the word for it for the winning the race but uh probably gonna be Stuart Friesen okay okay not bad
1: Stuart Friesen does get the most Stuart Friesen does get the most random of wins anyway so that being said, so he has Carson Hosevar. He has Nick Sanchez and Stuart Friesen. Now it is my turn. And I'm glad my pick to win the championship dies Saturday night, Friday night. It's going to be time. It's time. Uh-huh. It's Corey Heim time. I'm picking Corey Heim to take the championship at Phoenix, I think that I just think it's time. Toyota's been it's been a while since we've had, um, since Toyota has won a championship in the Truck Series. I think we have to go back to hell. Twenty, damn, twenty it nineteen? It's been a while actually. I can't I can't even remember the last Toyota Truck Series champion. Anyway, but Kuehneim ends all that. Toyheim is comes the twenty twenty three Truck Series champion. As for who I think is the favorite to win outside the championship for. Well, I'm going to take the defending winner of this race. And I'm going to take the defending, former defending champion. Give me Zane Smith. I believe he will show everyone why I should have been in the championship for. As for my Dark Horse. Uh, you know what? For my Dark Horse. Give me Tom Jeski it me be Jeske. I think Tommy Jeske can get it done. He's in a Thor Sport truck. He's been fast. He damn near won the championship last year, but got a little bit too hesty off of going on to the old front straightaway. So I think he gets it done this weekend. So give me Corey Heim for the championship, Zane Smith for the race win, and Tommy Jeske gives my dark horse. Captain, who is your 2023 Truck Series champion?
2: All right. I mean, I've been riding the hot hand with him, so I got to go with Carson Hosevar. For a right. championship, my driver outside of the top ten to win, and you already took Jane Jane Smith. So, mm-hmm. uh, and we already got Nick Sanchez taken too. Damn. Well, then I guess I'll go with Christian Eckes.
1: Okay, uh, that's another name I expected to make the championship for, it, but did not. That was another surprise. Yeah, yeah, I was
2: I was shocked on that one. But for my dark horse gentlemen just moved up to sixteenth in points. Now I ahead, Tyler Akram and Haley Deegan and Dean Thompson. I'm talking, of course, about Mr. Raja Karuth.
4: Oh, Okay, okay. Well, you know, you know who's not going to win this race?
1: Haley Deegan. Matt
4: <laughs> 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 <Snack.
1: laughs> Dettel. Oh. That's <there> <laughs> a there for Matt Ditto. Yeah, screw him. Anyway, um, with that being said, it is time For the Xfinity Series, we have made our picks for trucks, and now it's on to the Xfinity Series. As for them, your championship four for the Xfinity Series. Sam Mayer, Justin Allgaier, can the bridesmaid kindly become the bride? John Hunter Nemechek and Cole Custer, we inverse our order. So that means, Captain, you are going first. As for notable names in the Xfinity Series race, Derek Cross will be in the 11. Raja Karuth in the Hendrick Motorsports 17. Come on, cuh. Um, My Snyder in the 19. Daniel Dye will be in the 44. And that's about it for at least notable names. With that being said, Kevin, who is your Xfinity Series Champion for 2023? My champion
2: for 2023, I mean, it's been his season all year long. He's got seven wins. John Hunter
1: Nimacek comes there. out on top. All right. Who is your favorite to win outside of the championship for? Uh, Mr. Sammy Smith. He won this race early. He won a Phoenix early in the year. Good way to finish off the year. Book with wins. Through that now my dark horse, I have nothing uh,
2: except for hell. This is one hell of a dark horse, Anthony Alfredo.
1: And it's one hell of a dark horse. Who awesome. <laughs> you got, Lux. Now, middle things. Even though it would lo- I would love nothing more than the bridesmaid to finally become the bride and just now guy finally break through. You hit the nail on the head. I believe history will be made this weekend as Joe Gibbs Racing will become the first team in NASCAR history to win three straight championships with three different drivers and three different numbers. I think John Hunter Nemechek finishes off a dominant season, and I agree with you, Captain. I believe he will be your 2023 Xfinity Series champion. As for my favorite to get the race win, I believe this man is going to shove it right in the face of his former employers after their antics last week. I have not picked this man outside of a outside of a road course race this year. I'm going to do it this weekend. I think Sheldon Creed wins the race, flips off Richard Childress, and walks right over to Joe Gibbs Racing with a win in his feather.
4: You, you took my whole shtick that I was going to do. <laughs>
1: man, this is why you two are tied of fantasy points. You do have free Everything
4: I was going to say.
1: Yeah. As for my dark horse, you know what? He's in a Hendrick Motorsports car. His best opportunity. I will give me Mister Raja Karruth as my dark horse. All
3: right, all right, and a car
0: too.
1: All right. Since I took his pick, uh, for for favorite race, favorite win. Let's go over to David. David, who is your championship pick? Got a scramble.
4: Well, you, you, you mentioned it earlier, and I'm going to defer from both of you, two. Uh please, please give me uh, the seven car, Justin her.
1: Okay, okay, Justin got the bridesmaid, finally becoming the bride.
4: Well, he's proved to be good at this track. It's just he's never won the championship. He is the Diddy Hamlet of the Xfinity Series. I am uh, I'm, I'm going to go you a little bit further here. I feel like we're going to get a wreck between two championship drivers. Oh, Okay, uh, I think it's gonna be Custer and John Hunter. Oh,
1: okay, okay, okay. I
4: think, I think they're gonna take each other out, battling for it.
1: Okay, okay, okay. All right, um, who is going to be your race favorite to win outside of the championship for?
4: Outside of the championship four, I'm gonna have to go off with another uh, send off win, but in a different way. Unlike Sheldon Creed, I'm gonna go with Josh Berry. Oh, okay, okay. Josh Beard was sent off
1: when he was up the cup next year. Okay. Who's your Dark Horse?
4: And uh, Dark Horse, I mean, he's, he's won here before. And as a matter of fact, it's probably the only, he, he won the championship just by winning this race. Nothing else. Daniel Hemmerich. Oh,
1: the ultimate Hail Mary win for the long. I love that championship race. That's another race we might have to oh, watch. That was, was great. Awesome, too. That was great. That was, what a way to get your first win, by the way, for Daniel Hemmerich. Your first win comes, comes to get your first championship. That's cool.
4: That yeah, Matt now, was better.
1: But now it's time for the big boys. We've played it all season. David, you're going to kick us off with this. You have Ryan Blaney in one corner. Ryan Blaney, the man who's making his first championship for appearance. Can he give Roger Pinsky their fourth Cup Series championship? Also, also you.
4: What's
1: up? What's up? I
4: said it would also be their second in a row.
1: The second in a row, too. Then you have young, the future of Joe Gibbs Racing, one of the future stars of Joe Gibbs Racing, already proven himself his second straight championship four appearance. Christopher Driver of the Year, Christopher Bell, driving for Joe Gibbs Racing, looking to deliver Joe Gibbs Racing. I believe would be their. Seventh championship. Damn. All right, hang on, because you got Bobby Labonte, two Tony Stewart. from Stewart. That's three. Two from that'd be five. So six, five or six. Still holding. That's So anyway, and then you have the 2021 champion Kyle Larson, looking for his second championship in three years, and then finally. William Byron, as we said earlier, looking to become the first North Carolina Cup Series championship, champion since Dale Jarrett in 1999 and looking to bring the 24 back to the championship. So, David, who is your 2023 Cup Series champion?
4: Well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to try not to keep it too long here, but I'm going to try to also amp it up. You know okay. I'm not that big of a fan of Kyle Larson. But I won't I, I won't mind him winning the championship. I mean, he's a great driver. Everyone knows this. He's had a little bit of problems with Danny Hamlin, and he made me like Danny Hamlin a little bit more this year. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not going to go with Larson. I love Christopher Bell. I personally think he should have won it last year, because if it wasn't for that messed up pit stop late in the race, I think he would have been faster than Logano. I'm not going Bell. And I talked with Captain earlier this week. I believe it was right after uh martinsville what was the top two at the last phoenix race this year that was Byron and Blaney okay and you you know you know the commentator for NBC NASCAR he's gonna love to say oh his his career began on a computer and now he's gonna be champion but I'm gonna go with Ryan Blaney oh Oh. he swerved
1: us he swerved us us. okay make it even better I, I don't think anybody
4: has agreed with me. Before the playoffs started, right when they started, I had Blaney in my championship four. I don't think anybody else did.
1: I think so. I think you were right. You're I do
4: right. it brought up. Hang on. I think it was brought up here. I don't mean just here. in here. I mean and across multiple things. So many people wrote off Blaney, and in the words of Geno Smith, he didn't write back.
1: <laughs> yeah. you did you did i'm looking here um june 14th you put your championship four you actually got two you actually got three of the four you got blaney bell and larson that's amazing how you predict that but yeah so all right so you got ryan blaney taking the championship who is your favorite to win outside
4: of championship four Outside the championship four, I think he should have won this race earlier this year if it wasn't for someone in the 21 car messing up. Give me the ultimate career send-off, Kevin Harvick. Okay, okay, okay. And who's your dark horse? My dark horse to win this race, uh, outside the championship four, of course, outside of Kevin Harvick. Um, Hasn't done much this year besides one win, early playoff exit, Lugano.
1: Oh that was a good pick. I was gonna actually pick that one.
4: Alright.
2: Did, did he take all your lux?
1: Almost pretty much. <laughs> oh. yeah, I'm
2: telling you, two of you.
1: So with my pick. My my minds my mind my Twitter minds telling me no. But my body's telling me yes. I want so badly. To go the Toyota route. I want so badly for the Toyota Championship sweep. But I can't go with my heart. I can't go against my heart. I can't go against one of my boys. I can't go against one of my favorite drivers. I gotta do it, Captain. Give me Y-R-B-Ryan fucking Blaney to win the championship. Ah, I'm going Ryan Blaney. Now, as for my Dark Horse, you did hurt me, David. <laughs> you picked my, honestly, both of my picks. I'm not gonna lie. Both of them. <laughs> however, however, I'm gonna, I'm gonna flip the script on you because I'm gonna pick somebody who came within a hair Somebody who came within a hair of winning this. He actually pushed the race winner to the victory. Give me twenty-three elevens, Tyler Reddick. The empire shall rise again. Give me the TIE Fighter. Tyler Reddick. Now, as for my Dark Horse, this man missed his Cup Series debut at this race last year due to unfortunate death in the family. One year removed from that. He won the Xfinity Series race last year to clinch the championship and dominating factor. What better place to get his first career Cup Series win? Give me the prodigy. Ty gives my dark horse.
4: That's. I feel like that's that's actually a pretty interesting uh, dark horse pick.
1: Yeah.
4: But uh, I uh, who's captain gonna pick as his champion? Yeah, no. Yeah, who's right? captain?
1: Gonna... I now, wonder. Who is going? Who is going to be your pick for your Cup Series champion? We got you two playing. You know I have to. Oh my god! <laughs> I know who you're going with now.
2: William really yeah. Byron, the man from the computer. What a shocker! He's had a hell of a season. He's got six wins. I mean, this this has been his breakout year, and so, and as a fan, I got to pick him. Uh, as for outside of the top four to win, Denny Hamlin. I could see him play spoiler maker. Him just say, fuck it.
4: Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, oh, no. I think that would kill Luxmore. He <laughs> <laughs> doesn't make the championship four. wins the race. Oh,
1: my God. That would piss me off so much. At this point, I, I, just, I, I no think Denny Hamlin <laughs> would want that. I think, I think Denny would probably just back off the throne and be like, fuck, it, I don't want to do this shit. No,
2: fuck you that. He'd <laughs> probably just sit on the front stretch and wave birds at everybody
1: booing him like, and live for it. It'd be great. I will say this. Um, you talk about the championship race. No, actually, as a matter of fact, get your two because I have something to say about this. Get your yeah, two champions. Your
2: son is
1: uh, Eric Jones. Okay, oh. very nice. Um, Sorry for, for the off, because the championship race, because I don't think we've had a driver outside that's not the champion win the championship race. We've been racing here. Since 2020, I right? think
3: I know where you're
1: going with this. Yeah. I'm trying to think of... So I got to go back to Homestead, right? Homestead.
4: Well, I know Jimmy won it one year, and, and I didn't Harvick or someone do... Not-
1: Miami. Hang on. Homestead, Miami, Speedway. So when you look at the Cup Series race here, right? The last time...
0: The last time the champion, the driver who won the race was not the champion. Guess what we have to go back to? 2014. Wrong. Sorry,
1: 2011. I mean, 12. Wrong. 2013, Denny Hamlin won the race, but Jimmy Johnson won the championship. So it has been literally 10 years since we have seen somebody other than the champion win the championship race. Do you guys honestly think we'll see that this weekend?
4: I I don't because what what is it? Can consistency is is always a factor. It normally continues. It's right. hard to stop being consistent. And but things.
1: now, guys, you guys know we got we can't leave without the hot take of the week. I dropped the earlier one in the news. You guys got any you're sitting on any hot takes? Oh, you want to reiterate that uh, hot take real quick, Uh, Lux? So the hot take I made in the news segment, if anyone missed it or sent right here, I said my hot take is that Chevrolet will unfortunately be gone from NASCAR at the end of 2024 to make way for Cadillac. Oh, man. That'd be huge. That'd be big, but I think so.
2: All right. I got one equally big. All right. Turns out the next generation Charger is still going to have a gas engine.
0: You know what that means. Is that? Fa- oh, okay. okay. No,
2: I think that Dodge for 2025 with Cadillac coming in
0: would be back.
1: But who, though? Who would bring Dodge back? Oh, wait, I'm dumb. Oh, I'm dumb. There's one obvious answer. What current oh, seri- Cup Series team has ties to a Dodge team? SHR. Stuart Haas. I think if anybody does, it would be him. Oh, David, do you have any hot takes?
4: Well, I mean, there was there was a hot take made by somebody not in this podcast earlier this year. I'm just going to tell him to eat his own words. Mister Ryan Blaney isn't living up to his full potential. Uh, of oh. course, that was that was of course. Yeah, I'll about bet. yeah. he can okay. he can he can shut up with his takes from now on. Um,
1: yeah, i of went at him. Good. Well, of Is
4: course, that your hot yeah, take? you've been going at him all season. Oh <laughs> I know. yeah, he what went a uh,
1: whole the- nother tirade today. Fuck him. Anyway, what do, <laughs> was that your hot take or what?
4: No, that's not my hot take of course. Okay. What is it? But uh, I don't know if it counts as a hot take, but it's going to be a race win pred- prediction. Josh okay. Berry will, win a, will win, a, win a race next year.
1: Ooh. We're getting to that point where he can make some 2024 <laughs> hot take predictions a little bit,
4: or off-season predictions and stuff I like think that? Martins, Martinsville was a little bit of a show, and hey, Stuart Haas isn't as bad as everyone thinks. Sure, they struggle. Without Kevin Harvick, they're going to struggle, but there's some little flashes and pieces that they're still there.
1: Okay, okay, okay. Alright. My hot take is, my, is it's going to double as one of my predictions for 2024 as we revisit this from January or such. I think if the signs are true and Sheldon Creed does make the move over to Joe Gibbs Racing, I believe he will have a far better season than Austin Hill and prove everyone at RCR wrong.
4: Oh, I'd love that.
1: I think, I think he will have a revenge season.
0: And I think Jesse Love will actually piss off Austin Hill more than Sheldon Creed did.
3: Yeah.
1: So, All right. anyway. With that being said, guys, it has been... We got one more episode to cover NASCAR. Next week, we will recover the championship weekend. We'll have our first ever Around the Outside podcast season-ending award ceremony. Are you excited for that, Captain?
2: I'm super pumped.
1: We have our award ceremony, and we will cover that all. And then where we go from there... We have no idea. We'll kind of be playing by ear, but I will say this. Thank you guys all for watching this entire season. We love you. Thank you all from the bottom of my heart. Cabin, anything to say?
2: Oh, best luck to Willie B, and I'm pumped for Phoenix.
1: David?
4: Let championship weekend commence. Let
1: championship weekend commence. Let the games commence. Godspeed right on Best of luck to everyone in the championship for Adios, choo choo
0: bitches. We mm. out. we trice, real name, no gimmicks. Two trailer park girls go round the outside, round the outside, round the outside. Two trailer park girls go round the outside.